session 25 of the law of one we're going to talk about the battle between the confederation of planets and the orion group let's do this So, this session starts with Don asking about Carla's health. If you remember from last session, she was having a chest cold and she was made cough several times throughout the session by Don, uh, asking Ra to make her cough just to clear her throat and so on. So, now Don is asking what caused this uh, chest cold and the answer is actually pretty interesting, but I didn't cover it as usual in the slideshow and it has to do with the consumption of LSD that Carla had about two weeks prior to this uh, recording of this session in February 16. So uh, Ra was explaining that the entity, the negative entity, which was a fifth negative, uh, fifth density negative entity, was causing some um, interference with her. She, um, this entity apparently tried to do a couple of things to her, uh, like trying to uh, depolarized her first but she was very positive in her experience and then a couple of other things and then it just decided to deplete her uh, vital energy so that's what caused it now uh, it's interesting because today I've been having some issues with my camera and my microphone so hopefully the recording comes out well uh, at least the audio which is the most important part not so much this <laughs> but as you can see I'm in a new setting here and it's gonna be for a while so hopefully this this works well I play with the camera recording um, settings and that stuff so I don't know we'll see but anyhow let's get into the session because uh, we have a couple of things to cover this session uh, it's very short because like I said Carla was having some uh, health uh, or vi vitality energy vital energy issues because she was being drained by this cold and it was only just a couple of questions, like 12 questions or so. So we're gonna cover that in just one shot. This is not part one, two, or three, just gonna be one session. So let's go into the first question where Don is asking, we shall now continue with the material from yesterday. You stated that about 3000 years ago, the Orion group left due to diaspora. Was the Confederation then able to make any progress after the Orion group left? Process. For many of your centuries, both the Confederation and the Orion group Confederation busied themselves with each other upon planes above your own, shall we say, planes in time-space, whereby machinations were conceived and the armor of light girded on. Battles have been and are continuing to be fought upon these levels. Upon the earth plane, energies had been set in motion which did not cause a great deal of coal. There were isolated instances of callings such taking place beginning approximately 2,600 of your years in the past in what you would call Greece at this time, and resulting in writings and understandings of some facets of the law of one. We especially note the one known as Thales and the one known as Heraclitus those being of the philosopher career, as you may call it, teaching their students. We also point out the understandings of the one known as Pericles. This is actually really interesting, and 
Uh, first, we're going to cover the side that uh, the Orion Group and the Confederation did not come here as much or anything at all. They kind of uh, left the plane of space-time and they went into time-space. We're going to cover this in the battle that is the Confederation and uh, the Orion Group in the next couple of questions. But that's what they did. They kind of retired, they left. And the next con context actually, or the influence that would happen, which is really the interesting part that I take out of, um, believe it or not, <laughs> I take out this, uh, the Greek philosophy a lot more um, important than the battle that was uh, being fought. I know it sounds exciting and everything. We're gonna cover that. But I wanna talk about this part where uh, Thales or Thales uh, and Heraclitus were two philosophers that contributed a huge amount of uh, thinking into, into Western thought in their own philosophies and the way they thought about uh, this reality. So it's really fascinating to know that Ra is talking about the facets of the law of one being taught or influence upon these two Greek philosophers. And it's fascinating to me, like I said, because the things that they talked about back then are pretty much aligned with grasping what we know of the law of one. And then there is uh, Pericles, who was the leader in what's called the Golden Age in Greece, where a lot of this stuff that was coming out in terms of philosophy and understanding uh, reality, but also other things about uh, exploding society in terms of knowledge and art and all this stuff was happening. So it's, uh, it's nice to know that the, the Law of One was actually influencing these prominent figures. So I'm going to make a video or a series of videos about Greek philosophy and the connection between uh, that and the Law of One. So if you like this stuff, pay attention in the near future once I get everything wrapped up and I'll make a series talking about all these influential Greek philosophers that uh, talked about this Law of One over a period of about 200 years until Plato and uh, Aristotle. So just putting that out there. And now let's get on with the rest of the information that's here. Where Ra continues and says, at this time, there was a limited amount of visionary information which the Confederation was allowed to telepathically impress, telepathically impress. However, for the most part during this time, empires died and rose according to the attitudes and energy set in motion long ago, not resulting in strong polarization, but rather in that mixture of the positive and the warlike, or negative, which has been characteristic of this final minor cycle of your beingness. So, Cool to know that if you remember from all the past sessions, from about session 19, we started talking about the end of the second cycle, and I know I've mentioned this several times, but for context, we talked about the end of uh, second density, rather, and the beginning of third density cycle. Now, this was a uh, series of sessions where Don was inquiring about uh, historically from 75,000 years all the way to now and now we're reaching the end of that that's why we talked about uh, Greece just now and then Ra is referring to at this time there was a limited amount of visionary information which the Confederation was allowed to telepathically, telepathically impress and um, that's why they did it this way and things just went on their own they just left things to run the way it is 
And now there's a very important part that we're going to cover in the rest of the questions. And I'll come back to that as to how the Confederation and the Orion group left and they started doing uh, everything by telepathy. And the um, what happened one, I, I like the fact that they mentioned that empires died and rose, uh, just like the Persian Empire, uh, Alexander the Great in Macedonia, and of course Rome, part of that too, and other empires that have you know, come and gone. So. Um, they're basically wrapping up pretty much uh, all this stuff and the rest has been just telepathically impressed uh, upon people in the history of things. So that's what we're covering so far. There's not much information here. And Don, being very curious about this stuff, of course, is going to ask in the next question. You spoke, spoke of an Orion Confederation and a battle being fought between the Confederation and the Orion Confederation. Is it possible to convey any concept of how this battle is fought? Now we're going to get into this battle. Process. Picture, if you will, your mind. Picture it then in total unity with all other minds of your society. You are then single-minded. And that which is a weak electrical charge in your physical illusion is now an enormously powerful machine whereby thoughts may be projected as things. I totally love the way Ra says this because we can take so many things out of just this one slide where they're saying that imagine our mind. Our mind, like I said, in this physical illusion is a weak electrical force. So we can see that what he's talking about or they talk about is the uh, the electrical charge of what this consciousness is. Remember, consciousness is a sort of electricity and energy that flows through our, our brain and that's what we measure physically here. So that electrical charge is who we are. Now, when this, uh, this, this electrical charge gets all together in the social memory complex that we kind of achieve in four density, then it becomes a very powerful machine, like they said, and thoughts may be projected as things. But this also happens in four density negative. So now there are two social memory complexes and we're gonna get into that now, um, trying to uh, influence one another in this strong energy that is being projected to each other as things. So uh, just wanted to emphasize in that, like how we, we can extrapolate here that we are a very weak electrical charge. However, we are that electrical charge that creates consciousness or that manifests consciousness. And, you know, just to illustrate the power of the social memory complex, that's what happens when we're all together. And this is something that can and actually happens a lot in our third density illusion, as they say, that when we get together and we say meditate, the effect of meditating together is huge. And we've talked about the law of squares, even though Ra doesn't like to talk about it as law of squares, but, um, or as a law, uh, but, yeah, the, the squaring of us getting together and maximizing or uh, potentiating that call, it's, uh, it's really cool. So let me not linger in this too much because I geek out on this. So Ra continues and says, In this endeavor, the Orion group charges or attacks the Confederation arms with light. The result, a standoff, as you would call it, both energies being somewhat depleted by this and needing to regroup. The negative depleted through failure to manipulate, the positive depleted through failure to accept that which is given. 
and we're gonna cover this a lot better in the next question I'm not gonna explain it here because it's gonna make more sense as Don asked the next question um, where he says actually could you amplify the meaning of what you said by failure to accept that which is given Ra explains at the level of time space at which this takes place in the form of what you may call thought war the most accepting and loving energy would be to so love those who wish to manipulate that those entities were surrounded, engulf and transformed by positive energies. This, however, being a battle of equals, the Confederation is aware that it cannot, on equal footing, allow itself to be manipulated in order to remain purely positive, for then, though pure, it would not be of any consequence having been placed by the so-called powers of darkness under the heel, as you may say. All right, so let's cover this last two slideshow. I'm gonna go back and read again when they say, at the level of time space at which this takes place in the form of what you may call thought war, the most accepting and loving energy would be to do so, love who, uh, love those who wish to manipulate, that those entities were surrounded, engulfed and transformed by positive energies. So this is what the positive um, entities or the social memory complex, the confederation would try to do, is to engulf them in that positive energy. And they're trying to give that loving energy. And then, um, this being a battle of equals, the confederation is aware that it cannot, on equal footing, allow itself to be manipulated. So they are rejecting the manipulation that happens when this exchange of energies happen and... Um, or uh, collide, I guess, or clash, as you want to see it, and they cannot accept that. They, they, it's almost like this. this is a good example, and I'll make a pause here to make the um, uh, the analogy or the reference as to us. When somebody's trying to manipulate us, in we we want to be service to others. That's not what we should allow. We shouldn't allow people to manipulate us to make them feel good, to make them feel. Uh, better about themselves and to improve them because that definitely is improving them in their polarization we cannot allow that it makes sense to us so in the same way the social memory complex the positive one cannot allow them to be manipulated to give them what they want so I hope that makes sense because that's just a really good law of living here uh, or rule if you want to so rock continues it says it is thus that those who deal with this thought war must be defensive rather than accepting in order to preserve their usefulness in service to others. Thusly, they cannot accept fully what the Orion Confederation wishes to give, that being enslavement. Thusly, some polarity is lost due to this friction, and both sides, if you will, must then regroup. It has not been fruitful for either side. The only consequence which has been helpful is a balancing of the energies available to this planet so that these energies have less necessity to be balanced in this space-time, thus lessening the chances of planetary annihilation. And yeah. Okay, so in the past slide, we... Um, I'll read it again, and I'll click again, and there we go. <laughs> it is thus that those who deal with this thought war must be defensive. So. That's what I explained. They don't. Uh, they can't be um, in uh, in allowance of these energies that come to manipulate them, and so they need to be defensive so that they can uh, remain useful for service to others. 
and because what's what's really happening is that they they both are trying to uh, give to each other what they have. One is trying to give their dark force manipulative energy, and uh, the positive ones are not accepting it, and they're just giving them love. But those of negative uh, uh, polarity don't want love from the others. They just want to manipulate them. So there is almost like a reflection of energies there, and because so much energy is involved uh, by um, by exchange and the exchange not happening, they need to regroup then because so much polarity is lost. Um, uh, or some polarity is lost, but so much energy is lost at, uh, at the effect of this uh, intent to exchange. So um, it's actually, it's not fruitful, like I said, I believe it's in the next slide where they say, yeah, it's not fruitful for either side. So there is a lot of energy loss, but this has a great effect in our planet because that energy is then not used here. So there's no need to balance it out. like. Yeah, we don't need more energy or dark energies in this world anymore, as we can see through history and even today. So it's um, it's a benefit to us that this battle is happening in um, in time space between the Confederation and the Orion Group, because otherwise we would be affected even more and more need, would need to be balanced. Um, I'm actually going to say that it's not a, a bad thing or a good thing. It's just that more... Uh, I would say energy is coming into the planet more um, more entropy maybe happen uh, and that's not being the case you know balancing happens anyways you know no matter how much negative we get then we get positive but I think we're left uh, okay this way but that's just my opinion my um, weak electrical charge of consciousness opinion <laughs> on this matter so uh, let's go on with the next a question that Don asks, where he says, very important point, I believe, and I certainly agree. Does a portion of the Confederation then engage in this thought battle? What percentage engages? And Ross says, this is the most difficult work of the Confederation. Only four planetary entities at any one time are asked to partake in this conflict. And Don says, what density are these four planetary entities? And Ross says, these entities are of the density of love, numbering four. So uh, we're going to get into why they it's only four density that they uh, they engage into this, but it's only fourth density. Remember, third density is us, fourth density is where we're going to, where we create the social memory complex. Fifth density is the density of light and wisdom. And then there is sixth density, where is unity, where Ra comes from. And it's only four density that uh, participates in this battle, four positive and four negative. And it's only four planetary entities of the Confederation, at least, that uh, that take part of this battle. I'm not sure why, but Rod does mention that uh, there is a, um, it's a, it's a really difficult task for the Confederation and they only do it this way. So let's go on with the next question. Where Don says, then I am assuming this is the most effective density for this work. Would this density, an entity uh, of this density, be more effective for this type of work than, say, an entity of density five or six? Good question. Ra says, the four density is the only density besides your own, which, lacking the wisdom to refrain from battle, sees the necessity of the battle. Thus, it is necessary that four density social memory complexes 
be used. This leaves me to speculate a couple of things as I read it right now, actually. The fourth density is the only density besides your own, which lacking the wisdom to refrain from battle, sees the necessity of the battle. Knowing that uh, fourth density obviously doesn't have the wisdom of fifth density, and we can see that the results of, uh, a, say, a battle, an, an engagement, results in some lo uh, loss of polarization plus a lot of loss of energy, then it makes sense that the fifth density does not want to uh, take place in this. I would see it, and maybe my analogy is not that good, but um, those of the ranks in the military who do not engage in battle because they are wise enough not to be in battle. Um, so they just kind of, from afar, they influence things and they make decisions and so on. So it seems more like fifth density does not want to take part of this. And the other thing that I can take uh, away from this is that if you get involved, just like we know from higher densities, if you get involved with lower densities, and um, especially in this energy exchange influence kind of thing that's happening, and the thought uh, war that is happening, they may lose a lot of polarization and uh, create karmic uh, uh, attachments to these social memory complexes. So maybe fifth density is actually left to um, influence by, uh, by afar or from afar uh, on these battles. And that's what makes sense to me from what I gather and what I see. And of course, Rai saying that it's, um, it's always necessary or it is necessary for four density uh, social memory complex to be used in this. And even the Confederation does not want to participate in this from fifth and sixth density. But we're gonna cover a little bit more on this. And the next question is Don asking, Am I correct in assuming then that fourth density on both sides of the, uh, the both the Orion and the Confederation sides are in this battle, and that the densities fifth and sixth on the the Orion side do not engage in this? Is this correct? Ra says this will be the last full question as this entity's energies are low. It is partially correct. Fifth and sixth density entities positive would not take part in this battle. Fifth density negative would not take part in this battle, thus the four density of both orientations join in this conflict. Okay, so we did cover this part and that makes sense, obviously, after I said what I said. Uh, my speculation being different from what this say. Ryan's just saying that, of course, um, there is um, fifth, and fifth and sixth density entities positive would not take part in this battle fifth density basically <laughs> no fifth density are taking or sixth density entities uh, are taking part of this battle and four density of both orientations join this conflict okay so we cover that part uh, one thing is that while this is the last full question of um, of the session because like I said at the beginning uh, Carlo was very weak I guess in vital energy and um, this would be the final question. Uh, Don did ask one more question that I'm going to cover here and I wanted to just include it because why not? So after Don asking what could be uh, done for Carla and all that stuff as they usually asked, Don says, I really would like to know of the orientation of fifth density negative for not participating in this battle. It's a really good question. So the final answer here is Ra saying the fifth density is the density of light or wisdom. 
The so-called negative service to self entity in this density is at a high level of awareness and wisdom and has ceased activity except by thought. The fifth density negative is extraordinarily compacted and separated from all else. This kind of uh, lends credence to my speculation of why fifth density doesn't want to take uh, uh, action into this by not losing polarization and all that stuff. Um, because they're saying that also the fifth density negative is also uh, by uh, the way that they, they, they exist, they are very separated from everything. So remember that this is a social memory complex type of uh, thing that's happening. And they, uh, they may uh, group with other social memory complexes. I'm not sure about this, but the, the entity, the fifth density negative is very isolated and they don't take part in this, um, in this battle because of that. That's what Ra is saying. So I don't think there's anything else that we can cover of this answer. I just thought it was interesting to add it in because uh, even though I covered it before, I thought it was cool to mention it by Ra's own words. So that's it. It's all we got in this uh, session. My conclusions on this that we can take from it. Uh, first, the Greek philosophy is amazing. I just wanted to do something completely separate and not talk about all these uh, um, Greek philosophers, very known for their contributions to Western thought and all the ramifications of that. But it's very interesting that Ra was talking about those things and that we know that the law of one was given back then and we can dive really deep into all this stuff. That's why I make it a separate video or a separate series of videos explaining all those parallels that I find between Greek philosophy and the law of one and how we now know things that are beyond what Greek philosophy was trying to attempt to answer back then. But in part of the conclusions, what I wanted to include was that little part that I mentioned that is practical for us to know that the wisdom that is created by um, not allowing yourself to be manipulated, which is something that we all come into, uh, into conflict when we're trying to be service to others. And um, certainly something that has happened to me when you, um, you want to help people, you want to be of service to others, and you find that they're just trying to manipulate you or they're trying to uh, trick you into being. And this goes along with a lot of relationships that we get into and we don't know it. We have to start uh, shaving that off of our aura, if you want. All those people that have been creating this dependency on us and all these uh, gimmicks that they use to try to get something out of us. It doesn't matter uh, how much you want to be a service to them. If they're doing it with a negative intent, then you're losing a lot of energy and you're wasting a lot of time and effort on them. You're not accomplishing anything by satisfying these people. And if you're in one of these relationships, it's it's really painful for people to go through this. Um, there is, um, there's, there's a lot of resources. People who have uh, psychopathic uh, behaviors try to have, and with psychopaths, I don't wanna, you know, uh, evoke this uh, image that we have from psychopaths being killers and so on. I mean, psychopathic behaviors are present in a lot of people. You'd be surprised. Uh, a lot of family members in my um, in in my own uh, family have psychopathic behaviors, and this is something very natural. It's very normal that happens. 
uh, once we get into that i'm not going to go deep into psychopathic behaviors and how they uh they kind of get into your mind you've probably had them i definitely had them to some degree but it's only when you get to the extent that they're very intense that you kind of see it manifested so it's not something uh strange to us we're kind of used to that and the point is that we shouldn't allow ourselves to be manipulated by others uh we can try and help other people when, when we see that that help is not being uh, just like in in this battle that happens between the confederation and the orion group you try your best to give your love to them you try your best to include them in your your own um space but if you see that they're not being you know helped by you or they're not being um accepting of anything that you're giving then you should just stop and um here you know it's not a social memory complex like they said is a very weak energy uh, or electrical charge that we are so we have other things to worry about so anyhow that's my conclusion hope you like this video as usual um subscribe if you haven't of course check the links in the description and section 20 session 26 we're going to cover in two parts because it's a little bit longer carla was fully recovered or much more recovered so we had more questions to ask so that's it i'll see you in session 26